0: Hello and welcome to episode 100 of the True Achievements Podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, please come on. Uh, as well as being it's, uh, it's our hundredth show, it's the 2017 end of year review special, and that means we have a panel of four on the show today. I am your host, Rich, and I have with me social manager Dave. Hello. Hello, top TGN streamer, Jack, is here. Hey, how's it going? And extra special guest editorial manager, Mark, is here. Hi, thanks for having me back. Hey, you're very welcome. So it's the end of the year. Uh, as usual, we'll be dividing the year into four quarters, and we'll be talking about the big stories and the games from each quarter in turn. You'll get Q1 for free, but to unlock Qs 2, 3, and 4, you'll need to purchase keys (laughs) and defeat a demon, which may or may not give you access to the rest of the content. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So without further ado, 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 let's start with uh, Q1. So as ever, we do the annual True Achievements Game of the Year Awards on the site, which is voted for by our wonderful community. 2016 winner was Forza Horizon 3. Uh, which I was quite happy about. It's well-deserved, isn't it? It's a good game. Well-deserved. The runner-up was Gears of War 4, which also won Shooter of the Year. So it was um, a reasonable year, I think, 2016. But um, obviously, we were all, at that point, looking forward to what was to come in 2017. Site-wise, we created the 2016 site leaderboard. So these were leaderboards across the whole site for your unlocks during the year. We will be doing the same thing in 2017. Although I've just realised all the genres are not going to work because we completely changed the genre system at the start of 2017. So that's going to need a whole load of work for me. So goodbye Christmas Day. Uh, what a shame. You're Going to be slaving away at the keyboard. <laughs> <That's> so <something> depressing. <laughs> Literally, that has ruined Christmas. Um, <laughs> in January, we had a pretty amazing uh, site milestone. We had reached 1 billion achievement unlocks tracked on true achievements which is a large number and i'm pretty pretty proud of the fact that we've got our database and all of our systems that work that we can pull stuff from a table with a billion rows in it and the site continues to work rather well since then we are now up to point. One five six billion. So we've put on one hundred and fifty six million achievements this year, and I would expect to get a bit of a bump over the next week or so because it's the holidays and everybody plays. So we'll probably end up getting close to one point two billion uh, achievements this year, which is pretty cool.
1: I think about a hundred million of them are like ACA Neo Geo unlocks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say.
0: <laughs> <what I> <laughs> Elite gamer. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. We should we should probably break down those um, those stats into different games at some point. We had some big Xbox One OS updates in January. Uh, To be honest, Xbox have been really impressive with the amount of updates that they put out for the for the console's operating system. It seemed. Do you remember back in the day with the 360? It was like you'd get two a year. Yeah. And then every sort of two years, they do something that they'd call it NXE, the new Xbox experience. And that would be like a radical change, like when they ditch the blades or whatever. It's virtually monthly that there's some sort of patch rolled out to or feature update or graphical change that rolls out with the Xbox One. Uh, which, is, which is pretty impressive really. There must be a huge team of people working on that and testing it and making sure everything's fine. Plus there's the Alpha Ring, um, which some of us are in, that we can get access to those early and they, I guess they get feedback from that. It's quite a cool program. Sony doesn't release anywhere near as many updates for the PS4, I don't think. So it's quite impressive. However, something they did in January was to remove the snap functionality from the Xbox Dash, which those people that have used our True Achievements app will know that was a reasonably large part of the app, which was a bit of a shame, really. I think the reasons they said were to free up some of the memory for use in games and other parts of the OS, because obviously if you snap something, you can effectively run two things side by side, which is a bit of a shame for us because that was a big part of the app, but we will be... Fixing our achievements that were based on that snap mode in 2018. And um, I know I've been promising that for a while, but it's definitely coming at the start of 2018. 40. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> at the start of this year, Mark wrote an op-ed with a wonderful title, Should We Be Concerned About Mass Effect Andromeda? Quite a prescient op-ed, as it turned out, Mark.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would say the answer turned out to be yes, as I posited in, <laughs> in the story. I had a lot of naysayers in the comments, and i just like to clear my name, basically. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: uh,
2: <laughs> it, it didn't feel right leading up to it. You know, it seemed like they were rushing it. Uh, you know, they delayed it a couple of times, and then they seemed to be rushing it at the last moment just to get it out in their fiscal year before it ended. And, you know, I I think the end result, as we all saw, well, I know you played it, right, Rich? And I I certainly played it for a review. I probably played
0: you. probably, I don't know, eight hours of it. Yeah, Um, (laughs) it didn't grab me enough to keep playing.
2: Yeah, I I think everything it does well aren't as important for Mass Effect. You know, I think they Mass Effect had to deliver a story and characters, and it was lacking there. And I thought it had great shooting moments, but that that's not that important to me with Mass Effect. I I wanted it to be a good story, and yeah, it was total in total disarray. I felt, (laughs) and it just that's why I wrote that thing. It just seemed like we were heading there, and then we arrived there.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's a real shame because I'm a massive fan of the series and I actually found it quite difficult. The campaign at the start, I was dying an awful lot and that put me off a bit. Because some of the checkpointing was like, oh, you go right back to the beginning of this big battle. And, you know, I'm all right at shooting games normally, so that was quite annoying. But that was enough to sow the seeds of doubt in my mind. There also seemed to be a lot of wandering around aimlessly. Uh, which is a bit annoying in, in all games. I find I get annoyed by that a lot. Um, we'll come on
2: to that with Assassin's
0: Creed Origins soon. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, that's the RPG elements you probably don't like too, you know?
0: Yes, yes. RPG equals rubbish. <laughs> so we did some site updates too. Jack, we integrated the Xbox Store fully into TA, which was a massive development, yeah. we were working on throughout the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. Finally got to put it up in um, January and it's been, it's fair to say, a massive success, hasn't it? We've automated a lot of the sales stories. We've got a very complex and searchable product page where you can go and find stuff that you haven't bought, find stuff that's on sale really easily, see how much the discounts are, find out how long games take to complete. So it's very easy for you to see if there's a bargain there if you want some quick and easy gamer score.
3: Yeah, we've kind of taken a lot of the store there and almost it's kind of tied our own data to it and made it more useful for our own audience. So it's kind of the information you want to know, as you're saying, like you can see a game and how long it's potentially going to take to complete. You can see the number of achievements, and then that's information you can't get on Microsoft's side that easily. So we're kind of doing all the hard work for you and compiling it into a nice, yeah, uh, nice usable list, yeah. And that sort of just ticks over now. And it's been a bit of a
0: nightmare for us to test because the US or well, the sellers oh. always come out about 1 a.m. our time, yeah. uh, so <laughs> we'd, we'd go through and make some changes and then sort of have to cross our fingers that they'd be okay yeah, <laughs> we'll check it on Monday yeah. or on a Tuesday morning and hope everything worked out. But generally, it's been really solid and it's worked very well. You can see the price of any game, um, any bundle that it's in uh, on the game pages uh, across the site and the sales, sales stories always generate a load of interest. So uh, that's gone very well. Dave, we, Xbox announced Games Pass or Game Pass in uh, February, which was a bit of a surprise.
1: Yeah, it came, it came out of nowhere and it was... Yeah, like you said, big surprise. They announced that they were going to do this Netflix-style subscription service. Uh, there was going to be a hundred games in it to launch, which was pretty impressive, and it was like nine ninety nine a month. I don't think any of us are probably subscribed to it, but um, no. I know it's something they've pushed really heavily. Do you know, like the when you picked up the Xbox One X, that came with like a month trial of it. Yeah, they did the one dollar deals and things throughout the year. and I think it, for anybody who's just picking up a a console now, it's a pretty impressive deal.
3: I think it's going to be a huge hit with people this Christmas, especially because imagine if you're like a parent and you've got your kids a console or whatever, you've got maybe one or two games with it. Suddenly they've got a code as well and they can access a 100 other games right off the bat. Yeah, no, it's brilliant.
1: And as well... Yeah, it's almost too much choice. (laughs) They've kept up... Pretty decent support throughout the year as well, haven't they? Like we, re, each month you get. Yeah, like, every uh,
0: month we have a story that they're adding stuff, don't we? Pretty
1: yeah, much. normally six or seven games that they're adding, and some of them are quite uh, newish. And they've even done some cool stuff like, you know, putting games in for a short period of time, some newer ones and things like that. So it's well worth picking up. And there's a lot of good games in there, and we've got a, a list on the site of all the Games Pass games with all the kind of usual. User ratings yeah. and time to complete. And all yeah, that it's fully stuff,
0: integrated so. as you would expect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, this it's really a no no lose proposition. This. So, if you are, if you are new to the Xbox world, get yourself Games Pass. It's a steal. Okay, Mark. We also in at the end of Q1 we introduced our brand new monthly event TA playlist.
2: Yeah, this is my this might be my favorite thing I've done on site, and I've been around since 2011. I think most people know what it is if they're listening to this show, but uh, for those that don't know, it we vote on a game to play monthly as a community, and then we discuss it in the forums, compare stats. Uh, there's a podcast that I and two, two of my friends and, and staff members uh, host to kind of wrap up the end of the month. So. 2018 will be the first year we do it for a full 12 months. As we record this, we're finishing up our last month with Assassin's Creed Origins. That's going well. It's been a ton of fun. I, like it, it really is I think my favorite thing I've I've done on site. <laughs> yeah, the feedback's been amazing and it's giving people a chance
0: to play some games that they might have missed or maybe didn't finish up the first time around.
2: I should add for those that are going to listen to this show like as soon as we post it today within a couple hours the January game results will be posted by the time this is posted as well. Everyone will know, but Hitman is going to be the January game. Ooh, Ooh
3: that's good.
0: I've just started that one. Yeah. So that's uh, right on the money.
2: <laughs> so is
0: that the um, episodic one that they ended up releasing as a full game in the end?
2: Yeah, they were, it's kind of a weird release. But the, yeah, the first episode is free and they're even giving out additional free content right now. So if anyone hasn't joined us for Playlist yet, this is an easy one to start with because you get like the first two or three missions for free as of as of right now.
3: Yeah, it's a holiday bundle. I think it's just on for the next couple of weeks.
2: So. Mm-hmm.
3: Great. Okay. Uh, we had probably the biggest backwards compatibility
0: story we've ever run in February, which was that Grand Theft Auto uh, 4 went back compact. Batcompat continues to be a really important and influential part of Xbox's catalogue now. Um, they added loads of cool stuff actually this year, but other things included Far Cry 3 and Borderlands 2 in Q1. So it was it was a good good quarter for Batcompat. I mentioned the multi-genre system went live at the end of Q1. So that includes a whole host of new code and uh, extra information on the game pages so rather than games being crowbarred into a single genre they can now be parts of multiple genres which is much more accurately reflects the gameplay styles of today's games Uh, moving on to the games that released in q1 jack the first major release of the year was resident evil 7 biohazard yep you're one of the few of us to have played it
3: what did you think of it i thought it was amazing so released early in the year which is a bit odd anyway you expect triple A's and stuff to come in November but I suppose that Resident Evil is a bit different anyway but I'm not <laughs> really a huge fan of horror games but this kind of grabbed me from the offset and I've, I have played some of the original Resident Evils and uh, enjoyed Resident Evil 5 but this is entirely different from it this is kind of this has changed it all up um, rather than third person or static cameras like back in the really old Resident Evils this is entirely first person and it just ups the immersion and I don't know whether it it was kind of first person from the offset or maybe they went first person specifically for the VR stuff because they really pushed VR on PlayStation didn't they yeah,
2: no, that was big. Yeah,
3: but it, it was just, it was really good. Um, it grabbed me initially and kind of you're wandering around. I played with headphones on with my curtains shut in the dark, so I got oh. full immersion of it kind of creeping around through doorways and you could hear floorboards creaking behind you and oh. the atmosphere it created was just phenomenal. Um, the story, it was, it was quite linear and the game itself is not really t- too much in terms of environment it's not too big but you're kind of looping around a big house and kind of backtracking through areas and stuff changes as you're going through and it it just it, it was really good I, I enjoyed it so I think the game rating it, uh, reflects actually, that as well
0: yeah I was just about to say it's actually the highest rated game by our community that came out in Q1 so uh, check it out if you like changing underwear regularly. Uh, Mark, did you, you've just got yourself a PSVR. Did you pick up uh, Resi, 5, uh, Resi 7?
2: Not yet. I, I did play 7 uh, for Xbox. I, I liked it, not as much as Jack, but I, I did enjoy it. I love oh, horror, as you know. Um, and yeah, it's kind of one of the main reasons I got the PSVR. I'm going to be playing that soon, if I can okay. handle it. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. It was a good month for us on the streams because we played Candleman, which is a I was surprised when I looked at how many people have played this. Only 2,000 people on TO have played Candleman. Now, that is a travesty. You need to go and buy this game. It is a very stylized 3D platformer where you play a candle. You have to go and light other candles around the map. The map is dark, and you can only light it up by by holding down uh, the right trigger, I think, which slowly burns down your candle. So you only have a limited amount of use of the light. It works brilliantly, introduces a different mechanic on each level. they recently released some DLC, which was free, I think, an yep. extra three levels. Yep. But a really, really lovely, charming game. Uh, I think almost all of us have played it, yep. actually. Yeah. I, uh, yeah I so we that. are four of the 2,000 on this side. <laughs> <laughs> depressing. Get out there and play it. It's actually one of my games of the year. So um, really, really lovely game.
2: And it came out of nowhere, too. I kind um, I love about it.
0: Yeah, and it was released in China originally. Interestingly, yeah. A Chinese developer, uh, which is quite unusual, but very, yeah, very cool game. Uh, Jack, we also played one of the most graphically detailed <laughs> games
3: I've ever played uh, in Sniper Elite Four on the streams. Yeah, in uh, in January. Yeah, so Sniper Elite Four is a idea xbox game and i've put that in air quotes because mm. t- to me it's it was full it's not an idea it. xbox game it's just a triple a title but they've just self-published it and managed to kind of crowbar it into that program but um it obviously it's uh just like sniper elite 3 but they've improved a lot of the stuff with a lot of functionality in it you play you, you can run and gun i suppose if you want to but primarily you're going to be using a sniper rifle you'll get placed on a huge map And it'll be like either take out a target or complete some objectives as you're going along the way. But you can kind of do stuff how you want, which is Yeah, it's quite open. Yeah, it it leaves it open for you. Um, It's very graphic, as you said. So when you shoot people, uh, depending on where you shoot them, you'll kind (laughs) of get slow-mo. And the camera will zip around the bullet and then it'll show you a testicle exploding or whatever. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: There's a lot of testicle uh, action in this Yeah. Game. And not in a nice way either. <laughs> uh, not, not pleasant. Not, like, stuff, yeah.
3: that quite, stuff that makes you whip. That's quite 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 of a day. Not nice kind of way testicle action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unpleasant testicle action. Um yeah. But, yeah, cool game. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was
0: quite difficult. It was though, good. But that,
3: there's think, a l- lot to kind of take in as well. Like, you can time your shots to planes flying over. And so, oh, yeah, so yeah. the audio drowns out the know. bullet noise. And it's just a... And on the harder difficulties, you can turn on bullet drop and wind yeah. affecting your shots.
0: And it's like... Yeah. yeah it's, it's a it's serious crazy. game, hmm. I think. We also had Halo 2 come out, which none of us have played, but I reviewed pretty well. And then... Um, the next title was one that I was really looking forward to: Ghost Recon Wildlands. Dave, you played a lot of this game.
1: Yeah, I actually reviewed it. It was, I think, it did a lot of good things, but overall, the lasting impression I came away with was just a lot of repeating the same thing. It was the map was huge, like as big a world as I've ever seen in like an open world game. And there was no fast traveling or anything like that. It, or, or there was, but ma- mainly you had to jump around, drive around in your jeeps, and everything just took a long time. And then it was always based around there's a building or a, a base you need to get in, and you could you had like three AI soldiers that you could kind of you know get them to shoot at the same time as you. Or you could play it in co-op. I did that quite a bit, but I think it did. It was it was a, a nice looking game. looked amazing, but overall it was just. Um, a lot of repeating the same thing which kind of stopped it being great
2: i think
0: yeah i agree uh mark you played a bit of this as well didn't you
2: yeah i eventually beat it i uh the the problem i have with a lot of their games a lot of ubisoft's games are when they do open world stuff which is mostly all they do these days but uh yeah i always feel like they go on maybe about a quarter too long like this game took me about 50 60 hours and i was probably okay with it ending after 40 and the last few kind of dragged and but I, I, you know, for the most part, I did enjoy my time with it. They actually just did an update yesterday or two days ago for for a couple of weeks. Predator from from the movies is available to hunt down. Apparently, it's extremely difficult to kill, so people are having fun with that right now.
0: Oh, cool! And they've um, they've supported this a lot online. Uh, the multiplayer's got a lot of new modes. Um, they're using it for some esports stuff now as well so yeah. it's i think that's taken off quite a lot but yeah i totally agree i was bored after about six hours of this game i carried <laughs> on for about 12 but i just couldn't couldn't do more. it was just depressing when you look at them like i think ubi used to be quite cool with the way they reveal maps so you do you do like eight hours in a section and that was the only section you could see and then gradually it would open up a bit more. You'd be like, oh, right. But this one was just like, here's a massive map. It's <laughs> yeah. you tiny in the middle of it. And there's a million icons to go and do stuff. And I was just like overwhelmed by it. Yep. Um, but it was very pretty. The shooting stuff was great. The guns felt really nice. I thought good weight behind them. But yeah, it was just too boring, too repetitive for me. Uh, speaking of repetitive, <laughs> a strange game came out. <laughs> in March, which I've never played anything like it. Jack's taken it to his heart, and it's Clicker Heroes.
3: Yeah, so this is there's a lot of these on PC, and they're called kind of idle games. And it's a game where you don't have to be actively interacting with it, playing with it. It will just kind of do stuff in the background, and you can come back to it every once in a while and check up and kind of um, upgrade things or do whatever. But uh, the case of this, you've got Heroes on the screen. You start off um, with no heroes at all and you've got a monster appears. You tap the X button to do some damage to it. When you kill the monster, you get some coins. With the coins, you can then buy heroes. The more heroes you buy, the more powerful you get. And the heroes automatically take damage off the enemies for you. So you don't have to be actively clicking. And that is all there is to it. Literally. Apart from the microtransactions, (laughs) there's a lot of them. If you want to invest in microtransactions but you don't have to and i've played it um, entirely for free and i've just wrapped it up almost i've got the last achievement ready to pop and it's taken me 550 hours (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh.
3: I, can't. I just want to cry yeah but that's that's not actively playing that's just 550 hours of console being on so oh but imagine the trees think of the trees <laughs> yeah nobody nobody <sighs> likes trees that's fine
0: no really <laughs> <laughs> There. <laughs> um, okay, weird game. I quite enjoyed some of it. I was just like baffled by the whole Played thing. Played it for an hour, um, didn't we? Clicking the x button. Yeah, we did. We streamed it. Just, like, I was just confused. I had to have an operation on my thumb <laughs> afterwards. So, <it's> so much <laughs> clicking going. Um, yeah, weird one. They've got a new game coming out next year, which is not going to be free to play. I think it's uh, it? 30
3: click pounds. There, it? and they're going to be charging 30 pounds because they morally opposed to putting rubies and stuff into buy now, which is quite, they made a big statement about it, which is interesting.
0: interesting. Worth reading. Definitely worth reading. Okay. We spoke about Mass Effect Andromeda earlier, but um, another impressive Ubisoft title that came out in, um, in Q1 was For Honor. Now, Dave, you really got into this one.
1: Yeah. Do you know the recent uh, emails that Xbox has been sending out? This is my most played game for the year, apparently.
0: Was, ah, interesting
1: i was kind of obsessed with this for like a, a few months so as we mark was saying ubisoft normally do the big open world experience this was a completely linear story campaign and the campaign pretty much just prepared you for the online side really just so it's kind of like overwatching the sense that you know you have different heroes and they have different fighting styles and things like that the campaign was really linear but enjoyable. It was kind of similar to uh, Rise: Son of Rome if you played that. Mm-hmm. And then online, like the online was probably the the bit that I played the most. It was just I don't really like fighting games and rubbish at them, but like this one just kind of really clicked with me. It's similar kind of fighting style to what they did with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Do you know where you got attacks on the right? bumper and triggers and, he, and you had to yeah kind of, slightly unusual you had to kind of block and dodge and you had to kind of predict which way your enemy was going to fight there was like a, a three points of attack and you had to predict which way they were going to swing the swords and stamina you had to you know take into account and everything so yeah really enjoyable i can't believe that not many people i speak to seem to have played it because like i say it was i it's in my top 3 for games of the year just purely for the amount of time I've played it and the enjoyment I got out of it. Yeah,
0: that's fair. We've got
3: um 40,000 on the site that have played it. It's not bad. Um do you think um some people on especially in our community people being achievement hunters and completionists do you think some people are put off by the achievement that uh takes a couple of months to attain?
1: Yeah, and there was there was a lot of uh online achievements. You didn't have to play it solid, you just had to make like and they did like these weird weekly Oh, I know, 12 weekly kind of seasons they were called so you had to compete in three of them so it took a while but you only had to do one fight in that you could just pop in leave it for 12 weeks come back pop in again and stuff but I, I guess that probably did put people off and there was quite a few that yeah
0: I remember looking at the achievement list there was a
1: few similar ones they've done a
0: few um, free game weekends haven't they
1: yeah where you've been able to play this for free It had a, the only major drawback with the game was it worked on peer-to-peer hosting at the time getting matches was often quite horrible and sometimes you just get kicked out mid-game and stuff which was really annoying but i think recently they announced it ages ago but i think it's only just recently coming to testing they've started using dedicated so it's probably a good time to check it out if it interests you at all and you want to give it a go yeah for sure
0: are there a few other notable games that came out in q1 fallout shelter thimbleweed park reviewed very well ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 how to Survive 2, Iron Bread, uh, <laughs> Iron also bread. Indie, indie Classics, <laughs> <laughs> Iron Bread did not, Iron Bread looked really interesting and then just wasn't very oh, good. The controls on it, it was, it was so difficult to control. But, yeah. Okay, moving on to Q2. So uh, our friends at Playground Games gave us the exclusive reveal of the Hot Wheels expansion achievement list. It's fair to say that when the trailer dropped for this, I think all of us just lost our minds. <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. Uh, it was one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a racing game, for sure, and a really cool idea, really cool concept. But as you'd expect from Playground, fantastically realised. Mark, you played quite a lot of this expansion.
2: Yeah, as as you guys know, my my life is just a series of searching for, buying, and collecting Hot Wheels with my five year old son and. Uh... <laughs> he already loves forza as he loves pretty much any video game or anything to do with four wheeled vehicles and when they announced this it <laughs> i swear it was the it was the biggest story in our household for for weeks and then yeah we we loved playing it, it it's probably my favorite dlc pack of all time to be honest i voted for it for for this year's uh, best dlc award on site but i would probably vote it for any year it is one of the coolest things i've ever seen just when you first get into that world it just you know the orange track is so iconic. You know, if you grew up with with Hot Wheels, uh, just, just everything about it just and of course they nailed it. I can't say enough good things about this this DLC.
0: Yeah, no, it's so wicked. And there's an achievement called Orange is the new track, which is just like the coolest name ever. They, they <laughs> did a very good job on the achievement name. Yeah, play it if you've not played it. We had a brilliant stream of this. Um, we gave gave away. Several copies of the game and the oh, DLC. It was I, it was a really good yeah. cool
2: time. Now, I literally just want to go play it right now, <laughs> I'm thinking about this. It. Like... <laughs> well, there you go,
0: <laughs> there you go. Something that came of our very cool in, uh, Microsoft Store integration that we did earlier in the year was that we've been picking up content that hits the store before most people have noticed, or be- and sometimes even before it's been announced. And one of those things was the Overwatch Game of the Year Edition uh, that came to the Xbox One on the 23rd of May. Uh, no one knew about this story and it also we also picked up a load of loot crates that revealed some special events that they were going to do that also hadn't been announced so we got a ton of interesting traffic like <laughs> to the site went absolutely nuts for a couple of days thanks to this story but overwatch continues to get good support and continues to be heavily streamed i think if PUBG wasn't a thing it would still be the number one streamed game on twitch and and mixer Okay, also in May, we announced a brand-new challenge on the site called the Alphabet Challenge. Uh, we have started doing community challenges. So these are a challenge that the entire com- community can take part in, and they are over a period of time, but they're not supposed to be too difficult. So they're challenging, but they're not ridiculously challenging. I suppose we're not so supposed to be kind of competitive against other games. It's how far you can push your, no, yourself as a challenges. gamer. Yeah. They're personal challenges, and we hope that they shouldn't involve you having to buy any... Stuff, unless you are the world's most completion completionist ever and have 100% completion, <laughs> in which case you definitely need to buy some to partake in these. But generally, most people can just play what they've already got in their collection uh, and complete these. So, the idea of the alphabet challenge was that you unlocked achievements uh, from A to Z. So, the first letter of the achievement started with A, and then you had to get one that started with B. Uh, you had a whole, pretty much a whole month to do it. Uh, but it went down an absolute storm. Everybody loved it. And we'll come on to the most recent one. But I just want to thank the community events team for coming up with that idea. It's It's, it's been brilliant. And I think it's probably the the most fun the community's had this year is, is doing these challenges. So uh, well done to everyone involved in that. Games Pass started. We talked about it for Q1, but it actually launched in May. And then we had some Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombie Chronicles DLC uh, announced in May. That was another big story. We did a site update for... New badges and stylings for various bits and bobs. New badges look awesome, much cleaner. Uh, they looked like a piece of poo since the first time I made them about 10 years ago. Much yeah. easier to maintain as well now.
3: So. Yeah, they're nice yeah.
0: and non-image based. Far, far better. And then a surprise, I think, to most of us, uh, announcement in June by Xbox that as well as the regular 360 backwards compatibility program, they were going to start adding original Xbox or OG uh, Xbox back com- uh, games to the Back Compact program. Now, these don't have achievements. Um, I've no idea how well they're selling. Uh, I reckon they'd sell a whole lot better if they'd added achievements to them. But um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. I, I imagine the logistics were too tricky. Um, has anyone bought any OG Back Compact games? No. Not yet. I, I have not. Tumbleweed.
2: I would be open to it. I just don't like any okay. of the current games available.
3: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I'm the same. The current choice, and also the the lack of achievements isn't that appealing either. For not that that's a deciding factor, I suppose. It is for me. I also think um, I don't have enough time. I'd rather keep the rose tinted glasses on as well. In kind of yeah, that's fair. Some feeling. Although many of them have been souped up
0: a bit, haven't they? Mm. The graphics have been improved. So they should play better and look better, <laughs> especially on an Xbox One X. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if they had the old Grand Theft Autos from that era, I would definitely pick those up. Uh, among mm-hmm. a few others. No, right. Yeah, so no, that's
0: good. a fair shot. Yeah. As it's becoming the norm now, Microsoft continued to push Mixer for all the big events. So they were uh, encouraging people to watch the E3 streams on Mixer. And for that, they gave away... What do they call them? Mix-up packs? Mix-packs? Mix-packs. Uh, which had mixed some pots. free games. Yeah, that was it. mix pot, that was it, yeah. Which gave everybody a free game. But I think pretty much every stream they did this year broke. So <laughs> they had to extend the Mix-pot offering for a week afterwards. Um, at some some point, they'll get that right, and you'll be able to watch something on Mixer Live. But um, <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> it's been better to go to YouTube or Twitch, unfortunately, for that. I don't know how they don't anticipate, like thousands of people are going to... They're giving people free games yeah. and then they're overwhelmed by the number of people <laughs> that want the free game. <laughs> Just don't give them the free games and run a <laughs> thing that works or give people free games and bulk up your capacity a little bit. Let's talk about the games that came out in Q2. So I don't think we could go any further before mentioning Arrow, uh, which Dave has crowbarred into this list, <laughs> even though it wasn't actually one of our top 20 played games on the site uh, because he's completed it. Yeah. And um he he won't let anyone forget that. This is just
2: okay. a little bit
3: about
0: Well, think. He hasn't
2: completed this is- it now actually.
3: New DLC.
0: Oh, wasn't
1: it new DLC. Ooh DLC yeah. <laughs> Uh this is one of them games, there's been a few this year, Candleman being another that I had no idea about the game whatsoever and it was kind of what we intended to do with the ID uh, Xbox streams to know kind of give people a glimpse of what these games are that haven't really had any promotion so yeah, watching you play this, and I, was, I thought that looks pretty cool. Give it a go, and then I, I, when I started playing it, it's got uh, each song's got like uh, you know you have to get five stars on it, and then mm. once you've got so, uh, enough five stars throughout the game, it opens up a new difficulty. So you play the games again, and it puts in like another like uh, another thing, and then like the last level of difficulty, you, you like you got one life, and that's it to complete it. And I just love the challenge. It was one of them games where I couldn't stop playing it. And because it's all kind of music based, each one's like three or four minutes long. And if you die, it's like, I'll oh, just give it another go, give it so, another go.
3: So it's all music based and you're you play little ship, don't you? And you're sitting kind of almost in a tube, but it follows you're following a track and you've got to align yourself with the track
1: with a stick. Yeah. And then, like, it'll start off, you've just got to align yourself with this stick, and then it'll start throwing enemies. So, you've got to use the other stick and aim at those enemies, and then you've got to shoot them on the beat as well to keep, like, your score multiplayer going.
0: Yes. That's so, where we went wrong on the stream. We didn't realize you had to shoot on the beat.
1: Yeah, to be fair, like, it, our site review, Kevin did that, and it didn't get as good a score as I would have given it. But to be fair to Kevin, we found out because the developers were in the stream about timing your shots to the beat so I went in knowing that but there's no kind of tutorial or anything to the game or there wasn't at the time I don't know if they've had anyone in since so Kevin was just floundering around trying to get scores that <laughs> seemed impossible so I think that's defi- that was definitely a minus point that hopefully they've addressed since but yeah, yeah it's uh, definitely my favourite ID game from this year
0: Is it? Okay, so there was another couple I was just about to talk about the other couple of good ID games that came out uh, that month so City Skyline which is a how would you call this a management sim yeah city builder city management, I think. Sim?
3: yeah
0: city builder okay oh no we haven't got that genre. <laughs> <Sorry>. on <this. laughs> don't say that um, <laughs> uh, yeah I'd never played a game like this really and um, I, I found it really enjoyable except Jack killed everybody in our yeah I kept putting in by, my waste putting pipe, in sewage pipe up, my water up in upstream my... from the water source <laughs> so everybody died within about 15 minutes of game one but really cool concept uh, the only thing I found it was it was quite hard like you, once you'd invested so much time in it if you'd made like an early mistake that you didn't realise was a mistake at the time it could really come back to haunt you like three hours down the line which is a bit of a pain but yeah really cool game uh, I've never played anything like it but I enjoyed it a lot Dave you put some time into this as well didn't you
1: I've not played it so much on the Xbox I played it on the PC and really liked it but the problem with the Xbox is it's really kind of fiddly the controls like, yeah. so when you're laying a road, part of on the PC, you know you can curve them roads where you want it, and it just seems really awkward on the Xbox, to be honest. Uh, it was kind of leaked a couple of days ago by like Polish Xbox account that the mouse and keyboard support was officially here, and then it got pulled down pretty Ooh, okay. quickly. So, That's it, so hopefully this is yeah, one of you the games really that could that that. really make use of that. Yeah.
0: Also, the Xbox version didn't have a, a like a fast forward time. Yeah, that's been added now. I don't know whether they patched that in later. Yeah,
1: it's been added in now. Okay, because
0: that was a bit of a pain because you'd have to sort of just sit there and wait. (laughs) Yeah. Ukulele also came out that month, which was, we had quite fun playing that. We uh, review gave it a four out of five. And then, Mark, a couple of horror ish games came out uh, on the ID platform at the end of April Uh, Outlast 2 and Little Nightmares. Yeah,
2: these. Tell us about those. Yeah, these are two of my favorite games of the year, actually, and I, I reviewed them both within the same week, so that was a really fun week. I like Outlast 2 better, just because it's, it's a true like survival horror game. It's just like the first one where it's like, you know, you can't fight back, you, you can run or hide or die, That's those are your options. Uh, it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the scariest games uh I've ever played, I think. A lot of people say it's just jump scares. I definitely think it's way more than that. I think they build great tension and atmosphere and uh it's it's just fantastic. And as for Little Nightmares. I think we streamed it, Jack, didn't
3: we? Yeah, we did. We streamed it and um <laughs> we kept getting stuck with a video camera, didn't we? Because you have a video camera in it with a yeah. light on it. And we I kept zooming with the video camera in and trying to stumble around <laughs> the level zoomed in. It just didn't work. No, but it seemed very very atmospheric. I was
0: quite scared playing it just sat next to Jack.
3: It was quite, um, <laughs> I think you're spot on about it building up tension. Like you'd walk up to kind of like a seemingly abandoned shack and then you'd just see kind of some guy watching you from the porch and then you'd kind of turn <laughs> around and he would be gone. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. porch guy.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, and um, Little Nightmare is a very different sort of game.
2: Yeah, that one's a that one's a side scroller with 2D side scroller technically, but it's got like the 3D look to it. It's it's I, Limbo style. Yeah, I relate it to Limbo and Inside. I, I always tell people if you like those two, you'll like Little Nightmares. I actually like Little Nightmares better than those two. Uh, I think it, you know, they each tell very vague but you know creepy stories. I think Little Nightmares has the coolest world of of the three of them uh it's not from the same studio so you don't you know you don't really even need to connect to those two but just as a as a point of entry for people who might have missed little little nightmares i usually say like if you like those two don't you know don't pass up on this one because it's 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 awesome as well
0: yeah i i bought it on the strength of that recommendation actually so i'm looking forward to playing that at some point nice um you also played prey in may oh easy to say, um, which I picked up last week, actually, in the sale. It was very, very cheap in that big um, Thursday sale that we had the other day. I've played the first level of this, maybe just more than one level. I was confused as to what I was supposed to do most of the time, but most people absolutely love this game. It's a big pick for Game of the Year for a lot of people, uh, and i look looking forward to putting some more time into it. Um, did you do the review for us as well, Mark?
2: No, that, um, so Rebecca did the review upon release. I actually only played it a couple of months ago and uh I wanted to discuss it because because you're right it is a huge game of the year pick, uh sort of like the underdog pick for a lot of people. And I I went into that game expecting to love it. I actually even wrote an editorial about how I wish demos could come back in a big way because I played the Prey demo and it and it, mm-hmm. it made me want to buy that game. But as it turns out the demo was like the best part of it for me and after like the first hour or two I wasn't into it anymore. It's honestly very disappointing because I thought I was going to adore that game, and it was—I was struggling to understand why I wasn't. Uh, and I, I actually didn't even finish it, but I couldn't. Uh, I just couldn't get into it. After a couple hours, I had to get rid of um, it. Unfortunately. So, <laughs> yeah.
3: what put you off? Was it? Did it just become samey, or was the story just not captivating? Or
2: yeah, the story is what pulled me in. It was. I think it was the combat. Really, no, no combat situations ever felt interesting to me. Uh, I, I didn't like the combination of like the glue gun and you know melee or whatever else you chose to use. Yeah,
0: I totally agree about the glue gun. I mean, I sh- I was sort of hoping that that was just a very initial weapon that you only use for one level because I couldn't. I find it struggled to aim that thing at the um, I don't know what they're called the little weird black like yeah, morphing things, call. but it was tricky just to hit them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I found that quite frustrating as well. Okay, and then also that month we had Injustice 2. Now, Dave, you played some of this.
1: Yep. Um, it, like I said before, I'm not really a fan of fighting games, but just the look at this one really kind of pulled me in. It's a, a beautiful-looking game. The, the big thing for me is not being very good at fighting games. If you are not, not a, like a, a completionist, it's definitely worth playing. I think I got like 800 gamer score in it quite quickly. There's a lot of performing specific moves with you know certain characters, which is these good guides on TA to, to give it a go. So it's, it's well worth playing if that kind of Batman and I don't, all that kind of stuff interests you. It's well worth playing. The story wasn't its strongest point. It was a bit weird. And I think you probably have to, I've played the first game, or maybe even read comics and things, you know, to understand what was going on. But in terms of the visuals and just, it was fun to play for like a a while. I wouldn't attempt to finish it though; i am not got enough.
0: Yeah, no, I put a couple of hours in, uh, and you're right. Graphically, it's amazing, and there's some when you do a special move, they are like the best special moves <laughs> that have ever existed. They are just like animations that go on for like ten minutes where we're <laughs> the bloke through a wall <laughs> in space. It's just, it's really, really good. But yeah, I didn't feel, um, like you, I don't play a lot of fighting games, so I didn't feel there was enough there to keep me playing. Yeah. The The way they did the achievements was really interesting, though. You're right. There's a ton of uh, perfectly gettable gamer score there that also teaches you some of the moves because you have to use certain moves in a certain location with a certain character, at, sometimes at a certain time of day. Uh, quite weird <laughs> <laughs> achievement list. But uh, yeah, really interesting game. And as you say, it looks absolutely stunning. As became a bit of a theme throughout this year, we had... An Idea Xbox title launch that had entirely multiplayer focus that had a lot of issues on day one. Uh, This this was not the only game to do this, but Friday the 13th came out, or Friday the 13th, the game, uh, came out in May. Um, We attempted to stream it on day of release. It didn't go very well. Uh, Mark, you played quite a bit of this as well.
2: Yeah, I reviewed this, and it was completely unplayable for about a week and then it was severely broken for another week after that at this point it's actually a really fun game but it took him a while to get there
0: yeah uh it's quite frustrating i don't know i don't know whether this is going to be the thing from now on i don't know how developers and publishers make sure this doesn't happen because They build up all the buzz to the launch day and everyone's really excited about it and then the game's just completely screwed. (coughs) No one can play it. And that just gives you such a ridiculously bad first impression. I think
3: if it was in game preview, it wouldn't have mastered as much and it wouldn't have hurt the reputation of it as much. But because it released and it it was supposed to be a finished product at that and I think it's massively uh, damaged it. and A lot of people probably aren't going to buy it just off the back of that
0: well it's sold ridiculously well so it's got we've got over 20,000 people on TA that have played it and if you think we've only got 18,000 that have played Prey which was like a you know, well publicised AAA title yeah. it's sold very did well it? but I wonder how many of those have actually gone back and played did it properly did it have some like
1: free weekends and stuff once did I don't uh, think it did. work in?
0: I don't remember that maybe it did but I don't I don't recall it had um, some very grindy achievements as well didn't it it's actually
3: reviewing well now It had some achievements for uh, some very grindy achievements for like playing as Jason 1,000 times. Yes, Yes.
0: horrible achievement list. (laughs) Um, We spoke to them about that and they were considering changing it, but I don't think they ever did. It's reviewing really well on the site, so it's got above a four out of five from their user reviews. So I'm guessing most people have been playing it more recently. Well, obviously they wouldn't have given it four out of five in week one. (laughs) It was unplayable. But uh, another multiplayer game that came out was Dead by Daylight. Um, I don't think any of us played that, but it was a similar concept, wasn't it, I think?
3: Yeah, very similar concept, although unlicensed uh, villains, I believe. Um, The other game that came out that month that I think all of us have played was Refunked, uh,
0: which is a, how would you describe this, a 3D platformer, very simple concept, very quick and easy achievements to get, relatively straightforward completion too. And I think it was dirt cheap. I can't actually remember how much it cost, but I yeah, think it was I think like, it was like two under one 20 pound twenty or something. Yeah. 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 Wow. Super cheap. Uh, if you want some quick and easy gamer score, and uh, you have one pound twenty to spare, refunct <laughs> is worth a purchase. The final game that came out in Q two was one of my favourites of the year. It is Dirt Four. I have been playing Colin McRae Rally games since PlayStation One and probably before that. I love rally games. This is the ultimate in rally games it's done absolutely fantastically uh, according to Xbox stats this is my most played game of the year wow put a lot of hours into it it's got loads of cool modes it's not just rallying against the clock it's got uh, motocross uh oh what do they call it uh... <laughs> oh, rallycross rally cross. rallycross okay which is against different cars um you've also got challenge modes where you have to do different things driving techniques at the dirt academy and just a whole ton of different game modes it's really really quality game I absolutely loved loved playing it and I'm going to put some more time into it over Christmas so I would recommend that Jack you've enjoyed it as well yeah I
3: think the challenge mode is what really grabbed my attention it was almost like they'd taken some of the bits I loved from Dirt Showdown which was kind of like the carner and more about the stunts and jumps and kind of sliding your car about and stuff they'd taken the best bits from that and dumped them into this as well and I loved the uh, there's a challenge where you had to try and hit as many cones over as possible, but in order to kind of hit the cones, they'd be so wide that your car had to be in a sideways drift to catch all of them in one go. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of that twitchy muscle memory stuff that I love. So, yeah, highly car. recommended.
0: Okay, let's talk about Q3. So. Again, thanks to our wonderful content scanners, we picked up another exclusive that The Sims 4 was due to come to Xbox One in November. Mark, I think, have you played this?
2: Unfortunately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, didn't you do the review? Was it um, a uh, bit of a mess?
2: Sam did the review, but uh, okay. I had played it in EA Access. This was kind of part of what led me to write a, an op ed recently about EA Access. Uh, I think we'll touch on that later, maybe. But yeah, it. Mm-hmm. It's like a straight port from the PC version, and it desperately needs to be to, to have its control scheme changed for for controllers, and not not even just its control scheme, but its UI as well. The, it's it's hideous, it it's unwieldy. You you just can't navigate it on the controller or on screen. It's 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 really rough. I don't know why they thought it'd be okay to release it the way they did. <laughs> Oh dear! It's
3: not been a great year for so EA, good. Maybe it, maybe they were hoping that the keyboard and mouse support would be out by the time they released it. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> probably fair. That's probably a fair point. Yeah. Um, that's, how long ago was that first promised? Oof, by... I think Mike Ibarra has been hinting at it for almost a year.
0: So, I think it's longer than that. I think it was announced almost two years ago now originally, but crazy that we're still waiting for it. We had some excitement in the gamer score world uh, in. July, when for the first time ever, as far as we've got on record, uh, Smirnoff overtook Stallion for the total gamer score, it was a bit of a surprise, actually. I don't think anyone was expecting this to happen. I think he <laughs> took advantage <laughs> of the situation because I believe Stallion was on his honeymoon, yeah, <laughs> yeah <at> that's <laughs> right, uh, which is slightly cheeky. It's um, funny because, yeah, um. It was around when they were at 1.6 million game score, which is nuts, obviously. Uh, but since then, Stanion's reclaimed that spot, um, and I don't think he's going to be giving it up again. He was quite, I think he was quite upset at the time. So, uh, fair play to the two of them. They both continue to score at ridiculous rates, though. Mm. So, um,
3: but Smirnoff does have the highest TA, so that's what matters, really, isn't it? Yeah, of yeah. course, that's the most important. <laughs>
0: yes, thank you, Jack. Here's your check, Jack. Well done. Um, <laughs> we finally there's a game that we've played at gamescom for every year since the first <laughs> Gamescom. <laughs> we first played it on playstation one cuphead finally we got the achievement list exclusive reveal uh finally hit our consoles in september did mark you did the review for cuphead
2: <laughs> yeah it was quite it was, brutal
0: it was quite brutal in, in more ways than one um <laughs> how did you find the game
2: it's I mean, it's definitely more than a pretty face. You know, everyone praises it for how it looks, and I, I think it plays really well too. You just have to be into that genre, I think, to to really get into it. I mean, it, it's a very popular game on site, and for for good reason. But I think a lot of people bought it on hype and maybe learned too late that they're not going to be able to keep up with it. Yeah, uh, it's I mean, it's hard. Yeah, my fian- i actually relate it to Overcooked because in both cases, my fiance loves those co-op games and she'll often like the weekend will come she'll be like all right let's play Overcooked let's play Cuphead I'm like listen uh, I just got done with the work I'm not I'm not you know it's my weekend I need to relax a little bit I'm not gonna play that right now <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: we gave it four out of five uh or you gave it four out of five on the site I've really enjoyed playing it uh fortunately they introduced some slightly less brutal difficulty levels when they launched the game because it was I don't know. When we played it at Gamescom, it just didn't feel like a game. It just felt like I was just getting punished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like someone was just gradually smacking me in the face. Some people are into a piece that. Smacking you in the face. Yeah, that's true. Some people well. pay good money for that. Some people <laughs> pay good money for that. But um, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought the map system worked really well. There was like leveling up, different weapons. It was far more in depth than I thought it was from what I'd played before. Um, it's a cool game. And, and definitely a lot more fun in co-op. Yeah. Um, we had some Halo back-and-pat news. All of the Halo games are now back-and-pat, and, pat and um, all the DLC was free. I did free for them all, which is a ton of stuff, so well done to the back-and-pat team. Uh, we announced another site contest, which was Leapfrog 2017. As usual, we adjusted the rule set so that it wouldn't last as long. And actually, for the first time ever, it didn't quite last as long, um, which is good because <laughs> it was getting ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, thanks to everybody that participated in NeapFrog. Uh, again, it's it's a great contest and, an, and another one that we'll hope to do again next year. Xbox One X became available for pre-order. Da-da-da. And they announced the Project Scorpio edition um, in deference to its code name that we'd all quite got used to by that point. We I don't know how many times I'd said the word Project Scorpio in twenty. Uh, <laughs> 2017, but um, it was quite a surprise when it was called Xbox One X, and everybody thought there was going to be some confusion around the X and the S, which has proved to be the case. I know I've had a few conversations where people have misheard what I've said, Uh, so I don't think they did that brilliantly well. Uh, But yeah, the Project Scorpio edition, uh, which I have. Anyone else got one of those? Dave, you got one of those?
1: I did, yes. I uh, frantically ordered before we headed off to Gamescom because it was like, (laughs) <laughs> in the Microsoft show like, the day before we were leaving, I think. <laughs> it was announced, so...
0: Yeah. Um, it's quite cool. It's got, like, um, extra green um, styling on the controllers, and there's a bit on the console itself. Um, apart from that, it's exactly the same as a normal Xbox One X, but, um, yeah, nice bit of kit. A surprise for me uh, was that Destiny 2 released with only 13 achievements. And I didn't realise at the time how difficult they would be to obtain as well because i hadn't played the game at that point but quite a depressing list i think it's the game that i've put most hours into without unlocking a single achievement <laughs> i think it was about six or seven hours before i unlocked a single achievement in that game and i think that was only for doing a public raid which is entirely optional or a public event um they should have added far more achievements to that game
3: mm. there you go it, i've said it, it. It does seem like a low number, especially for a game that's that in-depth and that much to do. It's a massive I game. Mean, if you compare it's it to a the first list. Campaign. And we've even had some DLC hit now, I believe the first expansion, and I didn't, have, didn't any. have any achievements either. Which part of the kind of speculation was maybe they're saving some of the achievements for the expansion or whatever, or they want to really push for story stuff in that, but seemingly not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Having said that, what a game like it's an absolutely brilliant game I loved all I played of it uh, which is pretty much as a single player experience but it reminded me of Halo 3 but just way better it's a really really cool campaign uh, Dave you played a lot more of this than I did yeah uh, how did you find it
1: it was similar kind of thing to the first it was good what I played and doing the missions the campaign was a lot better. But then once you'd done that, there was nothing to do, but you still had a long way to go to be able to do the next bit of exciting stuff, like the raids. Once you finish the campaign, you're nowhere near high enough levels, so you've just got to grind the same things over and over and over again.
0: See, that's where I stopped at the point where that happened. Yeah. So I've not done a raid or anything like that. I, th- I don't really see the point of doing that. I don't I don't really get that. What benefit do they have by f- by restricting something? That's clearly like the whole point of the game, apparently. Um, to a massive grind fest before you can even do it. I don't understand.
1: You just got to do the same thing, and it's so annoying because it's like each week they'll do like a, a new version of the same thing. So it might do it on a different map or something like that. But basically, after about three weeks of doing the same thing, I thought I'm getting a bit bored now. <laughs> like the, <laughs> it's. It's the, there's not many, it's all the same enemies as the first game, so there was nothing really exciting or new. It was just, I got into it more because of the story, and then I tried carrying on for the achievements. I think I've got two, no, three left. One for doing the raid, which I am high enough, but I need to find people to play with. And then the other two are for going back doing the story all over again with different types oh, of characters. characters, so, I mean,
0: what the hell is that all yeah. about? Don't ever do developers never put that in your game. <laughs> Don't have an achievement for playing the game twice, let alone three times.
1: But I'd say that Ooh. that's like 10 hours that the campaign takes is like really fun after that. It's not so good.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It took me considerably longer than that, but I'm clearly not as late as you. Um, I haven't completed Arrow for stars. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what a game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you haven't picked it up, definitely pick it up over the holidays. It's, it's a quality shooter. Um, other news, we got another exclusive, the Forza Motorsport 7 achievement list, thanks to our friends, uh, Microsoft and Turn 10. Um, interesting list. It had a couple that people were a little bit upset about. Uh, there's one for winning a race online, starting in 24th place, <laughs> which is a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> um, but apart from that, a really cool list. Uh, it's a great game. We'll talk about it more for Q4, when it actually came out. Um and depressing news for all of us that had enjoyed a thousand game score for free in 2016, thanks to NBA 2K, uh, NBA 2K 18, the prelude. They didn't put any achievements in it, so it's a free sort of demo of the main game. And we all, I think we all played the one from last year because it was like an hour for a thousand Gs. But the weird thing about this is, okay, fine if you're going to not put achievements in whatever, they put trophies in the in the PlayStation version. Which seems like a
3: very bizarre it decision. It seems crazy, doesn't it? Because, uh, as you say, if they've put trophies in the PlayStation version, it means they've already created assets for like the achievement tiles and stuff. They've already decided what's a bronze trophy, what's a silver, what's a gold, a platinum. They've already done like made up the descriptions and the names, figured out what the trophies are for. Yeah. They've done all pop. of the legwork and they just haven't put the achievements in. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it's pretty really frustrating. We did contact... A, can't contact them about it there was a bit of time when they were there was seemed to be thinking about adding them but it never happened in the end um so a bit mm. of a shame that yeah um okay let's look at the other big games that came out modern warfare remastered uh came out in uh
3: july so this is a standalone release so originally you could only get it via the super duper special edition wasn't it yeah um they insisted that it wouldn't be coming
0: as a standalone, I'm sure, when that first was announced, yeah. when it was a pre-order bonus for Infinite Warfare. Um, so this was obviously a, another another, another AAA company doing a little backtrack <laughs> <Yeah>. for cash. <laughs> um, but a brilliant game, obviously, and well worth playing, especially if you've never played the first game. Um, it's a quality, quality remaster. Yeah. Uh, we had Batman, the enemy within Telltale series. Mark, I think you've reviewed all of these for the site,
2: yeah, I did all of season one. This is season two. It's it's actually still ongoing. I think we're only 60% of the way through the season. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's going pretty well. I'm hoping they kind of mix things up a bit more before the end of it all, though.
0: Okay. Um, I haven't played any of these yet, but I'm, I have the end of... Um, the Twelve Days of Christmas challenge to do, which Telltale games seem to be quite good for both the main storyline and the Le- and the Leapfrog mini Leapfrog event on day twelve. So I'm thinking about picking these up. Dave, you put a lot of time into Agents of Mayhem, a game that I loved the look of.
1: Yeah, it was an- another one that I reviewed. The- it was hit and miss, pretty much. the um, The combat was really fun. The uh, four player kind of squad thing, and you could switch around from obviously three player on it, three characters, and you could kind of make your team up out of the 12 heroes again that they put in it. So that was really fun. And there was all kind of special abilities and stuff that you could use. That was, that was great. But again, it was just repetitive. It's like they'd built one dungeon that you just kept going in and out of, in and out of through the whole game. It was supposed to be linked in the same universe as saints row. I think they would have been better off just making a new saints row to be honest. Oh yes, please.
0: Um, yeah, Mark, you played this as well.
2: Yeah, I I, I had actually rented it uh, just to see what it was all about. I like to try to play everything. I pretty much agreed with Dave. I might have actually even liked it a little less than him. It, it really dragged uh, more after like maybe even just like the whole second half or more. I was I was about done with it pretty early.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. I still I think I actually picked it up in the sale. I have. I'm quite looking forward to playing it at some point. Um, another Madden was released. Dave, you continue your Madden completions.
1: Yeah, smashed it. This was easier than. Did you easier than the rest of them? You didn't even have to do the get into the Super Bowl online, so I didn't even have to wait a year for the service to go quiet and find a boosting partner.
0: And- <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, cool. Um,
0: is standard Madden?
2: Yeah, as- they added the story mode, which was the big headline oh, here. Um, yeah. I think again, Dave liked it more than me. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm too picky i guess but yeah it was a it was i gave him an a for effort basically for for trying it like it looks like it's they're going to do it again next year so i hope they get some better writers the thing i is
0: love with, the idea of the um sports story mates i yeah. think it's a really cool idea it's only, it uh, just uh, something fresh
2: the thing is with these though they can
1: only do it in one way kind of like a, a rags to riches style you're going to become the hero type story <laughs> so it was it, you can see what's coming a mile. Off, but, and there was some stupid mini games inside in the story yeah. that just seemed a bit pointless it was and frustrating but it was okay
2: yeah they don't give you a lot of moments where you're actually just playing the game as you normally would they yeah. often it's 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 more it's seemed to be half or more just goofy mini games that didn't play very well
0: <laughs> shame okay um life is strange was one of my favorite games of last year i think it was last year or maybe even the year before um the new uh, chapters came out this year, Life is Strange Before the Storm. Um, Dave, you played these.
1: Yeah, loved it so far. Well, so far it's finished now. The last episode released a couple of days ago. Okay. If you enjoyed the first season, I'd definitely recommend it. Similar, very all everything's there from the first part, from the the time stuff. But it, it, Okay, well,
0: that was quite key in the first Yeah, game.
1: but in terms of a story, just like, because the whole of the first game you start like hunting for this Rachel girl who's gone missing. And then this is all based on Chloe and Rachel's relationship. So it's kind of filling in blanks that you, you weren't sure of. So if you enjoyed life is strange, it's like a must play, I'd say.
0: So, um, when I played the demo of this, the, there was a new mode called back chat, I think. Yeah. So some of the decisions you make have a sort of back chat meter. Yeah. Um, And I found all of that a bit clunky.
1: um, To be honest, it's barely there. It seemed like they used it in the first episode to replace the time rewinding mechanic, and then there's been less of it as we got on. I think that the the third episode, I did one or maybe two.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Okay, Um, but it's a cool story, and it's reviewed very well on the site, uh, four and a half uh, out of five. What
1: was weird was they re- the users. released a 4K update for it the other day. So <laughs> That's I, I, I went to play the third episode, dead excited, and because to, to avoid spoilers, you know, for people around the world, they released it. Uh, it was about 5 p.m. our time on the 19th, so it's like yes, finish work, going to play this. I got a two gig update for the, first, <laughs> for the first episode. Then I went to play it again and got another 1.5 gig update for the second episode. <laughs> then I got then I got an update for one of the free outfits that comes with the game. That got an update. And then I had to download the third episode, so it took ages. But yeah, be prepared. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm definitely going to play this. I, I really enjoyed the first game. Okay, um, FIFA 18. Anything to talk about on that front, Dave? I've played it. It's FIFA. It didn't feel much difference.
1: No, in terms of the gameplay, there wasn't a great deal different. There was... Um, The second part of the journey, I thought that was an improvement over the first one. It's still kind of the similar kind of rags to riches, but this time, instead of being the hot youth prospect, he's like, looks like a bit of a mercenary at parts and (laughs) and, like turns into a Neymar. But uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. If you like the first part of the journey, it's similar, but it didn't drag on like the first.
0: Yeah, the first one was 38 games. It was just insane. (laughs) It was a lot better
1: paced.
3: So, is this one? Um, other notable games, sorry. Uh, was this one an entirely new character and entirely disparate story no, it's, from
1: the first it's, or? No, not it's, no. from. So, in, the, in FIFA 17, you picked a team you wanted to play for. So, I'm guessing Rich picked Spurs, I picked United. Uh, and then in the journey two, you're like, you're a hot prospect. And like the end of the game, first one, you kind of score loads of goals and you're amazing. So, the second game, you rumoured that Real Madrid want to buy you. So you, you're like all excited, but then it turns out they didn't at all and you end up going to like America or something because nobody wants you anymore. And you've got kind of, <laughs> you got, kind of got to kind of work your way back up to playing in Europe <laughs>
0: Oh, you've been sent to the MLS. <laughs> <Yeah. in> disgust. <laughs> 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 um, other notable games that came out, Slime Rancher, which I played a bit of and didn't like at all, but most people seem to really enjoy that game. I don't know why I hate it so much. Uh, Minecraft came out again. <laughs> um, we had Ark Survival Evolved, which was in game preview for a bit. Uh, we played a bit of that, Jack. Yeah, it was good. Very,
3: very in It was depth. good. Um,
0: yeah, too in-depth yeah. for my liking, Mini. Um, and Fortnite released as well. So there's quite a lot of... Not too... Big titles coming out in uh, in Q3 this year. It wasn't a bad Q3, I would say. Um, and then moving on to Q4, which is always the busiest, um, we had uh, an interesting update from Xbox, which allowed you to remove zero gamer score games. So if you've got a game on your profile that you've played a couple of minutes of but not popped anything, uh, that would always show up on your Xbox profile. We didn't show it on TA. We only count a game if you've lots an achievement. But... You can now remove that from uh, your profile on, or hide, <laughs> I should say. Uh, lots of people got upset with the, the word remove. Uh, hide that game from your profile on Xbox. Um, uh, it was mainly a thing for completionists, I think. Um, but I haven't made use of it. Dave, you've, have you done it? You made a little video, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I cleared a load of stuff. Cause my, the thing for me is my son often signs in as me to play games that I've downloaded on, like my not home console, so everything he plays I've got I had stuck on my account. I am I am, <laughs> am bred and all kinds of stuff so i removed uh. everything. But he did demos and things if you played a demo of a game and stuff that kind of showed and stuff. So just clear, 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 clear.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's a handy little feature I think. And obviously the Xbox One X released finally in November. Um have we all got one? Mark, you haven't got one, have you?
2: No, I chose a switch and Playstation VR. I'll get an Xbox One X maybe next year.
0: <laughs> okay it's um it's a big leap it feels like a a huge it's it's weird because obviously all the games are the same games which is unusual for a console launch but graphically it feels like a massive leap to me especially with a decent tv to to watch stuff on so i think it's going to sell very well Uh, Um, it seems to be doing pretty well
2: i've seen screenshots uh of games that i think must be coming from one x and uh they're kind of changing my mind on it i I was honestly skeptical, you know, you can't, you have to kind of experience it in person and I hadn't, but uh, I, actually our, our mutual friend, Tony Atkins from Kane and Rince, he was sharing screenshots from Forza 7 and I was like, those must be Xbox One X images because those look too pretty. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, Forza 7 <laughs> is probably the best looking game, uh, Call of Duty World War 2 is also up there, they're both absolutely drop dead gorgeous and uh, Assassin's Creed Oranges as well actually those three are all stunning we did our review and we pretty much just said what i've just said but <laughs> it's still available if you haven't seen our xbox one x review check it out uh we got quite a lot of publicity from got it. some interesting had, uh, stats in there as well haven't we about kind of how quiet yeah, we the did console some measurements is. of times yeah. and decibels compared to a regular xbox one and load um, times of games yeah os boot times all sorts of things so uh there's a ton of stats and detail on there that shows you why you might want to upgrade um but yeah, uh, Microsoft, or Mikey Barra, and uh, Phil Spencer both retweeted bits and bobs of our reviews. And um, Major Nelson linked to my incredible <laughs> unboxing video that I did on my own, in the first, which, which is uh, was saved by Dave's fantastic edits, I think. Uh, But, yeah, it's quite funny. It's basically my face when I
1: see, like, 50
0: games come out of a box. (laughs) I had no idea what was in it. It's another game and
1: another game. I think it's what you streamed it, and because he was on his own in the Uh, office and he couldn't see the computer for chat, the, the internet the, the internet died like as he'd opened the box, <laughs> so, then he, so then he came back to Slack going, "How oh, was that? Like we didn't see anything." So he's like, "Right, okay, I'll have to come and do it again." <laughs> yeah,
0: it was um, it was an interesting. It's one like the biggest frauds ever. He
3: could have just had
0: an empty box. <laughs> I, know, it was, like, I know. He
1: just just opened the box and started showing what's inside in the stream. When he was like, what, "What's going on?" He's like.
0: Oh. <laughs> Uh, um, we did a story about the best 4K um, HDR TVs for your Xbox One. If you are looking to get a new TV, uh, check it out. Is uh, Kevin did a whole ton of research on that. It's a pretty. It depth, worth sort. noting
3: you do get some benefits without the TV, but I think the TV is obviously a massive part of it. Yeah. That's kind of yeah,
0: yeah. So obviously the 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 sound and the boot speed and all that jazz uh, will be the same irrespective of TV. But for the graphical stuff, you want a better TV, I would say. Um, we had some news that The Walking Dead continue to milk their
3: fans. Um, it's turning into Minecraft, with, isn't
0: it? Yes, another version of The Walking Dead uh, in in a collection uh, which has four thousand gaming scores. So all four games. Uh, I started Machone uh, last night,
2: <laughs> which was a very Machone today. It's Machone. <laughs>
0: okay we'll go with that Uh, thank you for creating Um, I started that last night for one of my main storyline achievements Um, I've had it I bought it ages ago and as soon as I got back in that world I was like oh yeah man I remember why I love these games so much Um, and then I got a load of glitchy graphics and I was like oh for god but and that's on the Xbox One X as well, and it's still not. Yeah, unfortunately, the Xbox
3: One X can't help a bad engine, can it? <laughs> no, it's frustrating.
0: You've got
1: to buy um, it again yeah, for sixty cool pounds games. to uh, experience to get the English version.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <God>. um, <laughs> but yeah, yet another four thousand games. So, so if you enjoy the Walking Dead games, if there's is there's one of the options you haven't chosen yet on on yeah. some of the. Uh, uh, talking trees, dialogue trees, then you can go back and, and choose
3: that one. So this is a bit crazy because uh, uh, this isn't a story we, um, oh, it's a story that hit a couple of weeks ago, but they uh, did a ultimate bundle as well, which had like all of the stuff, all of the Walking <laughs> Dead's in it. So they've done an ultimate bundle then done a bundle of some of the games mm-hmm. within that bundle that aren't in the bundle, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just,
0: <laughs> I love a bundle yeah. at Telltale.
3: It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, they're good games. They're good games, but you probably only need to play them once. To be fair, um, Microsoft announced Xbox Quests. <laughs> I just asked the guys earlier: Has anyone done an Xbox Quest yet? No, uh, so we don't really know what they are. But I think you can do something with Xbox Live, do certain <laughs> challenges. They're just nicking our ideas again. Yeah, it's aren't like they? a community. And you can challenge. win a Samsung mm. Telly, I think. Yeah. yeah, you can win a Samsung Telly if you live in the US. Um then mark your op-ed shooting yourself in the foot the ea access problem was a very popular story this was to do with um early playing games early for free and all the problems that ea had this year
2: yeah i think i think by my count four times this year ea access has actually done detrimental things to ea's brand you know with Mass Effect Andromeda, and then three times in one week, in my opinion, with Need for Speed Payback, The Sims 4, and Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know, gamers were able to figure out major issues surrounding each of these games, which probably ended up in a lot of canceled pre-orders, you know, so yeah. just wondering how much it's costing them, if, if anything, and if they're measuring that, then, you know, they're probably not going to that <laughs> they're not going to just let it keep happening i think so
0: yeah it'll be interesting i think you're absolutely right and yeah it, it certainly opened a lot of people's eyes to issues that most people really didn't even know were a possibility let alone were in the game so it was yeah. it was a big issues we announced our biggest ever or our coolest ever shall we say contest a couple of weeks ago which is the world of tanks custom xbox one x console it's a stunning stunning bit of kit so uh that's Another story that did very well in Q4. Uh and we also introduced community challenge to the twelve days of Christmas, which I briefly mentioned earlier. Uh it's been our most popular community challenge. We've got nearly six thousand people that have taken part in TA. Um Jack, did you say you'd finished Yeah, I finished
3: it, it last night. Oh.
0: So how are you getting on, Dave? Are you there as well?
1: I just well, I deliberately took a pause for the ten day ten uh, G achievements because I knew Life is Strange episode three was coming out, and that uh, has got clever. ten ten G achievements, so I didn't have to hunt around. And then I think I'm just going to tell tale the rest <laughs> the
2: rest of it.
0: Yeah, so that's so the yeah. point I'm at now. I'm on eleven, which is the main storyline. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant contest. Mark, have you participated?
2: No, I'm kind of kicking myself. I I missed the the whole ordeal when when it was first announced, and because I, I, I don't usually play too competitively. You know, I don't even play much multiplayer for that reason. I kind of just like to play at my own pace with things. But then when I, when I actually got into the details of what this was, I was like, ah, I probably would have quite enjoyed that one. That's too bad. You, you, well, it's not you too
0: late. Still you, can can still, you can still sign up now.
2: Oh, you can't? Oh, I thought that was a yeah. timer on site. That... Nope. You can, oh, was no, that no, no, until no. it kicked off? It's you just got to complete the it by the end of December. So.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. anyone anyone listening that wants to take part, all 12 challenges have been announced, and so you can have a look at what you've got ahead of you. Uh, but yeah, just go over to the Hub page and um, click the Register Now button, and you can you can be off.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I have a couple uh, games coming from Santa Claus soon, so maybe I can use those to get yes, some of those. Yes, you sure can. <laughs> you sure can.
0: And yesterday, we added Xbox One X enhanced game lists uh, to the site. You can now see on the Hub what... Um, Xbox One X enhanced capabilities each game has and there's a list that gets updated hourly with all the latest stuff on it. You can also get notifications so you can say tell me if any of my games go back and power or any of the games in my collection. No, not back and power. Xbox One <laughs> X <Yep>. enhanced. <laughs> you can also do back and that um, But that's a different story. Um, let's move on to the games then. There was a whole ton of amazing games in Q4 as ever. Uh, the first one to release was Forza Motorsport 7. Dave... I think you've put in a bit more time than me on this. It's a great game.
1: It is, uh, but more... It, in terms of Farza, it's Farza. Every Farza is the same pretty much, just different <laughs> cars. But in terms of, like, as soon as I picked... I didn't play it until I got the Xbox One X, and I'm just like, that's one of the games that's kind of showcasing what the Xbox yeah. One X does, the, the HDR color. And they can make it perfect because you've only got a set few screens. Generally, just a few tracks in this, so it's not like loads of cutscenes and big open worlds and stuff so it just looks amazing like the the lighting in that game I keep going on about HDR but like that the skies in that game are just amazing
0: Uh, yeah fantastic game Um, Shadow of War so I've spent some time with this it didn't grab me anywhere near as much as the first game did and I'm not really sure why Uh, I think it's because it wouldn't let me clear down the first area completely and that's really wound me up (laughs) like normally you can clear an area on a map and you think alright oh, that's done but these guys even if you kill like the the orc leaders they just respawn a couple of hours later and it's like oh that's wound me up uh, how much have you played at this Dave?
1: Uh, I just finished like the second chapter or act I guess it is where I'm just starting to build armies and take over Okay, yeah, I've not
0: quite got to that went yet
1: went storming a big fort I suppose it was a couple of days ago
0: that's good fun isn't it because that's what I played at Gamescom yeah that's although i was saying I really that
1: the enjoyed. bit the the, the the one that I did is, it kind of does a good job of you know introducing you to new aspects so it's, it seems like the first bits I've played probably about 10 hours in are all kind of tutorials for what's coming next so like okay. the thought I did it wasn't like it, it, at Gamescom the one we did had two big things that you had to go and kill them and then you had to go and take some yeah. checkpoints this was quite simple and kind of scripted so I think I think they're going to get better but yeah enjoying it so far Just I need to have the time to actually get into it properly
0: so what the next two weeks are for Yeah, I'm definitely going to be playing some more of this as well uh, let's talk about The Evil Within 2 Mark so you're on a bit of a horror tip in 2017
2: in every, how did yeah, The every Evil year. Within
0: okay how did The <laughs> Evil Within fit into that
2: uh, between that and Resident Evil 7 which are like the two major AAA horrors this year uh, I preferred Evil Within 2 uh it's a big improvement on uh well i shouldn't say a big improvement on story it, it's an improvement on story but it's still kind of hokey but uh it, it is a big improvement in every other way the, the first game was one of those that came out for last gen and current gen at, uh you know when the xbox one and ps4 generations first began so it's kind of trapped between two worlds this one it gets a bit more open world but not not into not to the extent that like some games overwhelm you with uh which i thought that was a nice touch it was really fun.
0: Okay. You'd recommend, yes.
2: Oh yeah. It's, How
0: scary they're... is it on the on the brown pantometer?
2: I don't I don't think it's very scary. I I think the thing about Evil Within is that um they're more just relentless, you know, and they can they can they can be quite grueling in, in because they never let up with throwing enemies at you, but I don't think they actually create like a, a sense of like like a scary atmosphere and i got
1: to play this in like a, a dark room at Gamescom oh, yeah. for like an this
0: hour i was so hung over that i was like dave i can't do <laughs> I know. something terrible will happen in front of people
1: like <laughs> i i haven't played a lot of obviously this because i only played an hour and i didn't play a lot of alan wake but it, i kind of got an alan wake vibe from the bit that i was playing through at gamescom it was like a yeah bit of that's a, probably a a why town I like it. A, a village type thing i had to go through and find something there's like a i don't you got some kind of device that tells you how many meters i was away from something i don't mm-hmm. know what i was away from but yeah yeah like alan wake you in that like i got a vibe of that i didn't have any jump scares or anything crazy like that
2: yeah it had side quests too which was totally unexpected um i mean it fits within like like i said like the hub worlds they sort of added to it but it was a nice touch i thought they you know it, it according to our site stats it's not selling very well uh no but you know i mean horror is always kind of a niche genre anyway so i think i think people who like the first one like the second one
0: okay again another game that i've picked up um in the same sale that i got prey is wolfenstein 2 the new colossus again many people's picks for game of the year uh mark you've played a lot of this
2: yeah i finished that one i i, I try to play everything before i weigh in with game of the year so the last couple of weeks i've just been like rushing through every okay. like, major title that might be my pick it's really good i you know, we gave it a 4.5 on site. I don't know if I would have, but it's it's planned to be a trilogy, and I think it was a, a great second chapter. Um, this it's weirdly got more heart than you'd expect from the games just looking at the trailers. But uh, it's, yeah, some it good looks character moments. Places. Yeah, like I said a few weeks ago, it's kind of a weird juxtaposition. Like the the gameplay is very roller skatey and brutal and and like very frantic, and then the Cutscenes kind of like slow it down and get like real like touchy feely and it's, it's a strange mix but it somehow kind of works
0: okay i'm definitely going to be playing that over christmas so i'm excited for that one uh let's talk about assassin's creed origins dave it's probably the biggest title of the year i think yeah uh, at least excitement wise when they're especially for you <laughs> yeah you played um, a good hour of it at um, gamescom i did and uh, since then you've played 50 hours of it <laughs> and then uh, since it's released, what 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 are your thoughts on the game?
1: I think it's as probably the, the my favorite Assassin's Creed game ever. The the setting, I really enjoyed it. Egypt, kind of ancient Egypt, kind of intrigues me anyway. So that setting was cool. Bayek was probably I don't think he was as interesting as Ezio as a character, but he was he, he was a bit oniony, He had a lot of layers, do you know, to him. He, like he was <laughs> jokey one minute and serious, and he was like. Tried to please everybody at points and stuff, so I really enjoyed him as a character. Like I'd happily go back and play as him again. And the gameplay, it just it seemed like the refresh it kind of needed after whatever seven years of doing very similar stuff in Assassin's Creed. I didn't find it. It's RPG elements, but it's not like a, a full blown RPG. It's so it was kind of more like Destiny, just swapping West uh, weapons about and stuff like that. Yeah. And
0: yeah, and they've made it really obvious what. The problem I have with games where there's a ton of different weapons and um, inventory stuff management, it's quite difficult to know what's what to choose. Yeah. But this is just like, oh, yeah, this is better. It's green. It's better than what you're carrying Yeah, and it was
1: it's like Destiny had really obvious numbers, like this is higher, this Yeah, is exactly, which is,
0: which is definitely a good Scrap, thing and and you didn't um, I'm playing about, through it now, but...
1: You don't have to worry about, you know, getting... Is it over encumbered? They call it where so you suddenly start Carrying going up stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you just nice. pick up whatever you want. Well, you just pick it up and then destroy it if you don't want it. But it's never, it never tells you. Oh, you've got too many of these. You can't pick this up or any of that kind of non- nonsense. Yeah, no, I've got a lot. RPGs of stuff. do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's almost
3: like a um, lightweight RPG. Then it's pretty accessible. It's not. Yeah, it kind of is uh, yeah, similar think, to
1: kind it, of like it. Borderlands and stuff. Like I've realized I don't hate RPGs as much as I maybe thought I did. I can tolerate elements, but like, it's still scary. It's not full games, blown. But.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, the problem I have with the game, having played, I don't know how many hours. I think I'm like 15 hours in now. Is there's an awful lot of walking around or riding around or
3: just Camel-ing around?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's dull. Well, I don't need all that in my life. Come on, <laughs> sort it out. That's that's why it took 50 hours, Dave. The only thing, the, the, the I only real
1: downside it? I found, like I was enjoying. The story, it wasn't amazing, but it was intriguing enough to follow along. And then the it feels like it's coming to an end at one point, And then sadly, it's where it should have done. Like Max before, they normally should finish stories and then they carry on a bit. And it, yeah, it carried on a little bit after that. But I was finding that wherever I was up to in the story, I was kind of a similar level to that in terms of my player level so enemies were fine, and then towards the end, it just seemed to take a, a massive jump, and then I had to spend, like, two or three hours just playing through side missions and stuff like that, which I, I, the side missions were a lot better than they have been in the past. You know, these they actually had proper characters and proper their own little stories and things to do, so they were a lot better than, you know, just in the old games. There's a lot
0: of missions, though, aren't there?
1: Like, a lot. Yeah, they're all over the place. I'm sure, like, everybody's probably played it and got... Had a totally different experience to the side missions because I'm still finding some now that finish. You just ride into an area and one will just suddenly appear and things. So,
0: yeah, I, it, there's like if you look at the map, and again, it's an absolutely enormous map. There's just tons of icons on it. There's a lot of stuff to do, uh, which again I find a little bit daunting. But at least it's opening the map slowly, so you, like the areas are grayed out, um, and the main story pushes you gradually around, so you gradually have to open up more and more bits. Um, there's a bit with like three massive pyramids. And one of them has a fast travel point on the top of it. And I can't, by the life of me, figure out how to get up to the top of
1: it. Um, (laughs) It it might be that uh, you might have to go through a tomb or something inside. Uh, But it's it's not like the old, as well, you haven't got to do all the tower climbing and stuff. They always have that, every ubisoft games that apart from the crew i yeah. suppose as you <laughs> you've got to climb towers to like reveal areas of the map and even though you, there is you can do that if you want you don't have to so it just kind of naturally appears as you play through which i preferred rather than being forced to do stuff i didn't want to do
0: yeah um it has reviewed very well we gave it a four and a half and its current score on the site is 4.72 uh, which is very high score so um it looks amazing like Graphically, it's... I, I. There's like this eagle vision thing. You have to sort of go into this Senchu's thing. Sunning. Like a big owl or something. <laughs> well, I don't know what it is. I
1: think the
3: It does look a bit like an <laughs> owl.
0: Um, but yeah, you can, like so which obviously sends you up to the sky and you can fly around and stuff. And just like the whole environment is just stunning. And the draw distance just seems to go on forever, which is really impressive. And it's pretty like... Some of the errors are quite heavily densed um it, it's an incredible looking game i think it looks far better on the xbox one x but um uh, a good reason to have it if you've got an x get get origins for sure another big title that also looks fantastic call of duty world war 2 uh, i have played a bit of this probably six of the main missions now
3: uh, jack you've played a couple yeah more? i'm about the same as you i think said so, okay Microsoft's, how are you finding it uh, really really good actually um as you say, it's it, graphically, it's just ridiculously impressive. Um, it's, it looks better than, I know Battlefield 1 came out a while ago now, but Battlefield 1's kind of like my, my marker, I suppose, of how something should look, and something like this anyway. And this beats that by far. And it really gets down into the nitty-gritty of war as well, and the yeah. kind of... Uh, like how how bad it is just the uh just through the graphics but it's, it's really good yeah, yeah
0: it's, it's beautifully rendered game and uh the online's pretty good if you can get into a stable match uh but the missions are, are very well done um i think it misses the the vignette style that battlefield one had i think i'd have finished the campaign by now if it had jumped around a bit more with different characters okay. yeah um but it's um, certainly a fantastic looking game and I've, re- I've really enjoyed playing it. I will be finishing that over the Christmas period.
1: Do you know what you will notice, um, the, the latest Xbox One up, Well, The latest Xbox One X update has kind of broken all the cutscenes. Oh, Oh, really? To, yeah. yeah, when I went back in to jump in to play uh, some of it for the 12 Days of Christmas challenges, it's full of like screen tearing and lagging. It seems to be running at like... Ooh. 15 frames just in the cutscenes, scenes the main game is as good as it was before it's just they've done something i don't know whether they've locked the resolution or the frame rate on it or something i don't know what they've done but it's just a really bad screen tearing like where it's obvious and you can see the lines going across the the screen It's it was... bizarre isn't it you think it'd be the game at, rather than the cutscene. At, at first i thought my movie one x was dying or something and then i searched oh. and there's a big there's a big thread on reddit about it and I'd, it's just this one update. They just sort of destroyed all the cutscenes in the game.
2: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, also coming out in uh, the same week as Call of Duty World War II was a gorgeous little Nintendo-style platformer, Super Lucky's Tower. Uh, I really enjoyed what I played of that at Gamescom. Uh, we gave it a three and a half out of five. I'm not sure it's got the full game experience, but certainly in small doses, it's a really, really cool game. Uh, we also had... Need for speed payback, which was my highlight of games.com. <laughs> uh, what a shame. Uh, so this game is a bit broken. It's, I think you've played way more of it than I have. I gave up on it in the end Mark cause it was just, it was mangled for me. It, oh, there was a problem with the in-car view, which meant all the race times just froze the whole game just froze all the time. So I've given up. I haven't gone back to it, but I don't know whether they fixed that now.
2: Yeah, no, I've, I've certainly given up on it as well. Uh, like I said, my my son is obsessed with cars, so we play all those together. And we were both really looking forward to this one. And, um, you know, the, the story is laughable. Some people have told me, you know, who cares about the story in, in a racing game. But, you know, I, I still care, and I think it's awful. Uh, but, yeah, beyond, beyond that, it, it does have some similar issues to some other EA games that came out this year.
0: Yeah, I haven't really got into the
2: Loot Crate stuff, but
0: um, I've... I just gave up on the driving because it just kept freezing, which is just yeah. stupid. It
3: sounds like it's Need for Speed put back on the shelf. Oh, <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> wow. I've been hoping I could crack
0: that has Jackson point. waiting. Well that Jack. Yeah, I was Jack's in the uh, Christmas party mood already, I think. <laughs> You've been opening crackers out there, hasn't We also had L.A. Noire Remastered Edition come out. I don't think any of us have played that, but I certainly enjoyed the first game a
3: lot. Something that's worth, very interesting about this, is just the number of players. Obviously, it's just recently came out and it's a remaster, so you expect a lower number of players, but I'd expect more players than we've tracked on site, to be honest. 4,000. 4,000, as opposed to, I believe, uh, the other one had over 70,000
0: yeah, but that's because we all played yeah, it. Yeah, I suppose so. And then we did a good review that
3: said, don't bother playing this. If we've Actually, 136,000, so way up there. Jeez! Oh, wow. It's wow. crazy, though. Okay. With a remaster, yeah, it that, makes yeah. you think oh, they are shooting themselves in the foot by even doing it, if people have already played it. Well, it looks like yeah. it, doesn't it? That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's not the type of game that you'd want to replay, really. It no, it seem like seems like choice. it'd stick with you, a lot of uh, what's happened. I, mean, I know there was one change, wasn't there? They change the interrogation a little bit so rather than well it just says the yeah, words. word so it's not, it's not really pivotal is it <laughs> by any means I,
2: I wonder if they just you know they they put it on the switch it wasn't on any nintendo systems before i wonder if that was sort of the main draw and then they're like ah, oh, we might as well release it elsewhere
3: yeah maybe yeah, that's a good point actually if they're put the development time in on the switch why not it doesn't feel like a very switchy game
2: to me no yeah yeah i i play the switch on the train often and i can't play that one because you're just always inspecting like dead women and it's kind of <laughs> 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 people <laughs> looking oh, over your shoulder like reality.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh, we mentioned the sims 4 that came out in uh, november and then uh mark did you want to talk a bit about star wars battlefront 2
2: yeah i I feel dirty for saying it, but I actually kind of love this game. I, I gave it a three and a half. I, I think it's, you know, it still deserves that because it does have some terrible pay to win problems. Uh, they've since tried to correct them. But like I said, in the review, you know, you can't really correct them entirely because those microtransactions were available for a few days and, you know anybody who took advantage of them then and spent you know hundreds of dollars potentially, as some people surely did. Now those people are forever ha- have like a have a leg up on the rest of us. But uh, yeah, it's, it's such a nice. shame. I I think if that wasn't involved, it might have honestly been my game of the year. And I'm not even a Star Wars fan per se. Like I I pretend to care because my fiance loves them, but. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> But Don't you... let her listen to this
2: podcast. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, she probably will too. That's too bad. Maybe we'll edit that. But yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that. <laughs>
0: you need to slip Dave some money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it it would have maybe been my game of the year cuz you know DICE they did great with Battlefield they always do they they did it again here it's a fantastic audiovisual experience the the multiplayer is the, my favorite in years like i said i don't play multiplayer and i find myself coming back to this game like a couple times a week it's it's really a shame it it, it could have been so much better i i still really kind of adore it as even as the rest of the internet tells me i'm i should be ashamed of that but
0: yeah Yeah, well well, um i played a bit of it i just i was just disappointed to be playing on the
3: dark side because we played it on stream and i mean graphically and audibly it was phenomenal and it's just what you expect from them it's just the controversy that soured it for a lot of people isn't it yeah yeah fortunately but agreed um other
0: big titles that came out in q4 included south park the fractured butthole which i think is probably the highest rated game or at least one of the highest rated community games on the site uh that came out this year with a just over a 4.6 score right um
3: should we talk about our
0: games of the year we've sort of mentioned some of them in passing um, Jack, why don't you give me yours?
3: Yeah, so uh, to kick off again with Resident Evil 7. Um, I think that's probably my. Way back in January. Yeah, back in January. So that's probably my game of the year. I just loved how immersive it was. And it's something that I sat down, I played over a weekend, and I don't do that with any games now. Usually it's kind of a month for fair for me to actually get through a game. But um, <laughs> not that it's a short game, um, but it's it was good fun. I enjoyed it. Then next up. Human Fall Flat which was a game Rich and I streamed and I've recently gone back to and it's just a nice simple game Uh, you control a little almost claymation person and you Mm. looking up depending on where you're looking your arms go up in the air then you can independently grab your left and your right arm with the left and the right triggers and it's such a... Yeah, it's a very cool mechanic, isn't it? Very unusual. It's almost a stupid game in a way, if, but it's so, <laughs> it's so fun. It's game. kind of like Goat Simulator, but a bit higher
2: tier, if
3: that
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah, if, um, if,
2: if, if Goat Simulator wasn't broken, basically. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, why don't you give us your games of the year?
1: Okay, so uh, first I've got Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, second, Far Runner. Because it's one of the games i played them well it is the game i played the most of this year according to xbox i've already spoke about it and then cod world war 2 that's probably the first game i've got back into multiplayer in you know, like a shooter for a long time like i've done the single players of previous call of duties and battlefields and stuff and never really got totally into the multiplayer but world war 2 i really enjoyed that kind of back to basics feel
0: okay nice sticking with the triple a's dave mm-hmm. your money hat on uh, mark <laughs>
2: yeah i you know if i can't give it to rocket league again because i would if i could <laughs> uh, No, you
0: can't.
2: <laughs> yeah as a side note according to the same stats that dave was referencing from xbox that was my most played game of this year as well just like it was last year mm-hmm. so i don't know when that will end for me but uh yeah if i can't give it to that uh from you know, I'll start with three because I'm a bit more dramatic. Uh, I would actually put Star Wars Battlefront there, and okay. you know, haters be damned. And number two, uh Little Nightmares, which I uh, mentioned earlier, and then number one, like I said, the same week I reviewed Little Nightmares, fell in love with that game. I also fell in love with uh, Outlast two.
0: What a week that was in your life.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was also nice week of Dead. 2017. Yeah, it was Walking Dead season three week as well for me. So that was. That was a good week. Dave just kept throwing me all the good stuff that week. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: done, Dave. Um, I'm going to go with um, Candleman at three. It was totally unexpectedly, charmingly wonderful. Dirt four at uh, two. I love my racing games. So and This was absolutely top-notch. And then I've gone for Destiny 2 uh, for my game of the year, which was, again, totally unexpected. That, I hated the first is one. Is that with an asterisk for the first 10 hours?
1: Or... <laughs> yeah,
0: I haven't played it more than that. In fact, all of the games that I've played this year should have that asterisk uh, against them. Uh, first 10 hour review. I don't have time to play more than 10 hours of most games. So that's, uh, that's just all I play, which is a shame. But um, how interesting we have 11 um, different game of the years between us, uh, which is probably a first, I think. Jack's got three question marks for his third. Yeah, I couldn't think of a third one. Really. <laughs> Come <laughs> up with a Click of heroes. Yeah, stage. click of heroes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So we've got twelve from twelve. Well done, us. Uh, there was a couple of site devs that I forgot to mention, um, which were Easter Egg Hunt community challenge. We did a ton of Beam integration, as it was called then, which is obviously now Mixer. Um, and we also did some hovercard stuff, which was very cool. And we had Ultimate Head to Head three. Um, Just loads and loads of stuff. There's millions millions of other little devs that we haven't had a chance to mention as well. Uh, Dave, we have a big giveaway.
1: Yes, seeing as it's uh, episode 100, go a bit different, change things up again. Uh, We're going to give away this show, four games. Uh, We're going to give away Madden NFL 18, Gears of War 4, Recar Definitive Edition, and uh, Hello Neighbor. So to enter we're going to do it differently than normal. All you got to do is leave a comment in the podcast story when it goes up and just say which of those games you would like to win. So you can put all four if you'd like to win all four, and then we'll draw a winner probably like the first week back in January, second of Jan and uh, pick the four winners.
0: Lovely. Cool. Good luck to everyone entering that. Um, we have a new developer starting in 2018 at the start of the year, so we are hoping that that will allow us to put even more features onto the site um, as the year progresses, which is very exciting. Welcome, Ollie. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about our thoughts for 2018 that uh, are none to do with TA. Um, what do we think of gaming uh, ex- excitement to come in 2018? Uh, Mark, have you got any thoughts?
2: Well, Red Dead's got to be the big one if we're talking just releases, right?
0: Yeah. So Q1, we have Sea of Thieves, Crackdown, and Red Dead all releasing in Q1, which is a pretty big Q1, I would say.
3: I think there's a lot of love for Sea of Thieves as well. That's going to do well. Yeah. I've seen lots of posts on Reddit, um, people jumping in the alpha, and they thought they'd hate it, and kind of after 10 hours, they've pre-ordered it, and they're hooked.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to... Yeah, they've
3: done
0: a lot of work on that game. Yeah, Just came it's on, it came on in leaps and bounds. Yeah, it really has. So I'm very much looking forward to that. It was, I was a bit mayor about it originally, but um, the more I've played of it, the more I've really enjoyed
3: it. So it's going to be good.
0: Crackdown, I'm like, mm.
3: It's been delayed so much, <laughs> and, uh, hasn't it? I think it's uh, mm, it's either going to be really good or really bad at this point. <laughs> one of the two extremes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mark,
0: you're right. Red Dead is, is the one that I think most people are most looking forward to. Do we have a release date for that yet?
2: I think no, they just I said spring. It, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it even just ended up coming out in the fall, but I don't think it'll be delayed into the next year again. Well, into 2019. I think it will at least come out this year.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, bold <laughs> prediction there. <laughs> there's a few. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think we can all get behind that.
1: There's a few, <laughs> a few good games coming out in March, like a way out. That was like that co-op story game. From, oh yeah. That, that, that looks area. awesome. Yeah. I, what, yeah. 83 and Far Cry 5 far Cry, as well. Yeah. That looks amazing from what I've seen so far. So interested to
2: see that one.
0: I'm getting a bit oobied out
2: <laughs> Yeah. Far Cry is the one for me that for some reason I don't tire of too much whereas pretty much all yeah, the I other things Yeah. We should say uh, too uh speaking of 2018 I, it's Probably unlikely that it comes out in 2018, but I, I bet you will hear more about it in June. Is that Playground's developing a, an open world yes. RPG and it might be an exclusive team? Yeah I, I, yeah, I would doubt that. In fact, with Phil Spencer committing to not revealing things too soon, maybe we won't even hear more about it this uh, this coming year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: They
0: yeah. barely put a team together yet. Um, we're, a long, we're a long way off. They do have a building, but it needs completely gutting and. <laughs> stuff so i think yeah i think we're a long long way away from that but yeah it's a very exciting sounding project i have to agree um cool any any hopes and dreams for 2018 that we haven't mentioned
1: some decent xbox exclusives would be nice (laughs) yeah i think we could say that
0: every time we do a podcast
2: (laughs) i hope state of decay 2 is uh is really good because i'm banking on it being really good (laughs)
0: I've, I still haven't played, say, the K1, which I bought on the strength of someone. I think it was you, Mark, actually yeah. raving about the first and, one.
2: You know, to, to be honest, I don't know that it's exactly your type of game, so sorry. No. That, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and,
0: Is it an RPG?
2: It's got some RPG elements to it. Some oh. you know, I don't know. You'll, Is there a
0: lot of wandering around?
2: <laughs> potentially. <laughs> we'll see. I, I think. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a little bit rough around the edges because I I think it did, it blew up way more than anyone anticipated, and now Microsoft's throwing their weight behind the sequel. So I think the sequel will be a big improvement.
1: Okay, cool. Dave, any thoughts? My only real thing is I just, I just hope Red Dead Redemption Two is as good as I'm hoping it is from playing the first one. That's the only game that's really interested me at the minute massively. The rest of the stuff um, I'll wait and see. Okay.
3: Jack any thoughts final thoughts um, I think I'm, I'm having <laughs> to think now there we go uh, yeah <laughs> no um, I again I hope uh, Red Dead doesn't get delayed because that's something I'm looking forward to I hope Sea of Thieves um, gets, gets a good launch which I'm sure it will do and uh, yeah I'm pretty sure we'll stream that in a big way when it comes yeah. out so um I also it. wonder how long it take Dave to pick up Pure Farming 2018. Day <laughs> so, one—that is the question. I think everybody's on everybody's lips.
1: At night. Out March, Day yeah. one. <laughs> I've got me. <my>, I've <laughs> actually got on my desk. I've got a little tractor that we got from your um, <laughs> <got a> farming. I'm <laughs> going we to see the games come.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> farmer go. at heart. Um, <laughs> Thank you to everybody that's been involved in the TA community this year. It's been another stellar year for the site. Uh, we became the number one Xbox site in the world, independent, uh, which is a pretty cool thing to be. Um, we continue to grow throughout 2018. So thanks to everybody that's been along for the ride. And we've got, as usual, bigger and better things to come next year. Thank you to you guys for joining me today. And we will see you all in the new year. Bye-bye. <laughs>